But what we wanted to do is draw your attention. When we look at all the scandals within RTE, and I'll talk about them in a few minutes in a little bit more detail, but when you really knuckle down and understand what RTE was meant to be about and meant to be for, for the people, it's your television station, it's your radio station, you pay for it, you decide as taxpayers what you want to see on it. One man who outlined that very clearly was at the inception of RTE television, and that was our president at the time, Eamon de Valera. In 1961, on New Year's Eve, he made a speech. And I want you to have a listen to it. Now, I want you to bear with me. This is about five minutes long. But I think it's really, really, really important that you listen to what he had to say. Because I can tell you now, if he was watching now, and watching RTE, the man would be rolling in his grave. So what I'll say to you is, have a listen to this very carefully. He covers a lot of points, including the trust he has for the executives in RTE. But have a listen to Eamon de Valera in 1961. And don't miss a word. I am privileged in being the first to address you on our new service, Television Air. I hope the service will provide for you all sources of recreation and pleasure, but also information instruction and knowledge. I must admit that sometimes when I think of television and radio and their immense power, I feel somewhat afraid. Like atomic energy, it can be used for incalculable good, but it can also do irreparable Huh. Never before was there in the hands of men an instrument so powerful to influence the thoughts and actions of the multitude. The persistent policy pursued over radio and television, apart from imparting knowledge, can build up the character of a whole people, inducing sturdiness and vigor and confidence. On the other hand, it can lead through demoralization to decadence and dissolution. Sometimes one hears when one urges higher standards in uh, information and recreation services, that one must give the people what they want. And the competition, unfortunately, leads in the wrong direction, and so standards become lower and lower. Now it is you, the people, who will ultimately determine what the programs in television are to be. If you insist on having presented to you the good and the true and the beautiful, you will get these. And I, for one, will find it hard to be convinced that good tastes 
cannot be cultivated. I find it hard to believe, for example, that a person who views the grandeurs of the heavens or the wonders of this marvelous, mysterious world in which the good God has placed us will not find more pleasure in that than in viewing, for example, some squalid domest uh, domestic brawl or a street quarrel. I feel sure that full use will be made of the immense repertory which is now at our disposal. Apart altogether from the wonders of nature, we have the great achievements of man himself. The masterpieces of architecture, engineering, sculpture, painting. And who, and looking at these, or hearing the great musical compositions of the great composers, will want to descend to anything law. I have great hopes in this new service. I am confident that those who are in charge will do everything in their power to make it useful for the nation. But I will bear in mind that we are an old nation and that we have our own distinctive characteristics and that it is desirable that these should be preserved. I am sure that they will do their part. And as I have said, it is for the public now to do theirs. I wish all those who are in charge Godspeed. And I wish all of you a very happy new year. There you go. It's quite haunting, really, isn't it, when you think about it? And over the last week, most of you will be well aware of the financial crisis and the scandal that's unfolded in the National Broadcast RTE. The scandal that has rocked our National Broadcast RTE, it's a story of corruption, deceit, complete disregard for hardworking taxpayers who fund it, and the viewers who rely on it for their daily dose of news and entertainment. Can you believe the audacity of these so-called stars? and talent in RTE. While the ordinary staff members toil away on average wages, these individuals command exorbitant salaries, and it's an outrageous imbalance that shows a complete disrespect for the hard work and the dedication of everyday employees. But that's not all. The executives and the board members of RTE have been caught red-handed in a web of lies and cover-ups. They tried their best to hide the truth even from the very government that they will turn to for financial bailouts when their failing business model needs a top-up. It's a blatant disregard for transparency and accountability. And let's take a little step back and remember the words spoken there by Eamon de Valera back in 1961 as almost as he, he predicted this. 
that RTE Television was launched for a reason. He had hopes that this new service would be useful for the nation and would be wielded or wield responsibility. But alas, these hopes have been shattered and we're left with a media giant that has lost its way. And to quote him, he said, I have great hopes for this new service. I am confident that those in charge will do everything in their power to make it a useful service for the nation. He also went on to say, I must admit that sometimes when I think about television and radio and the immense power, I feel somewhat afraid like atomic energy. It can be used for incalculable good, but it can also be used for irreparable harm. Never before was that in the hands of men, the instrument so powerful to influence the thoughts and the actions of the multitude. And we've talked about this during COVID-19, for example, the pandemic. Orti played a crucial role. While some may argue they did a great job reporting the news and keeping us informed, many of us thought it was a bit of a charade. They became the government's mouthpiece, parroting their every word and failing to challenge the nonsensical restrictions sometimes that wreaked havoc on people's lives. Businesses were destroyed, livelihoods were lost, lives were tragically taken, and yet Orti was never really held accountable for their role in perpetuating the government's misguided, sometimes, decisions. And it's infuriating to see RT News covering their own scandal now with such fervour and determination. But where was that same energy, that robustness, when it comes to holding politicians accountable or challenging the issues that truly affect our lives? It's as if they reserve that scrutiny for themselves while neglecting the duty to report on other critical stories that impact our society. We're constantly bombarded with messages telling us not to listen to disinformation. But who gets to decide what constitutes disinformation? Is it RTE, the biased online news sites uh, that sometimes conduct one-sided fact checks to discredit people, or maybe the government itself? The truth is, we can't rely on any single news source for information. We must be discerning as consumers, seeking out alternative news sources and engaging in crucial thinking and critical thinking. And the mainstream media, including RTE, wields immense power, as Eamon de Valera said, in shaping public opinion. But that power can be easily be abused, and it has been abused. We've seen countless examples throughout history where the media has lied, manipulated, pushed their own agendas. Remember, of course, the very famous weapons of mass destruction in Iraq. The media played a significant role in perpetuating a false narrative, leading to disastrous consequences. We now know that not to be true. Why does the media align itself so closely with the government? It's a result, I suppose, of the symbiotic relationship journalists rely on access to government officials and information. And that access often comes at the cost of their impartiality. They become mere mouthpieces for those, I suppose, regurgitating the narratives they're fed. But I tell you, we can't allow ourselves to be swayed by the mainstream media's narrative. We must be critical thinkers all the time, questioning the information presented to us. It's crucial to seek diverse perspectives and alternative sources of information. Our democracy relies on an informed and engaged citizenry. And that means digging deeper, challenging prevailing narratives and thinking for ourselves. Now let's talk about RTE and that scandal. It's important, no doubt. 
But there are so many pressing issues in this country that go unreported. We have new hate speech laws. We have people living on the streets. We have immigration concerns, increasing poverty, and so much more. And RTE and the mainstream media have a duty to fairly report on these stories and hold the state accountable when necessary. I believe the importance of the free press. I really do believe in its importance and its vital role in our society. But we must also recognise the potential for bias and manipulation within the media landscape. And we can't simply accept everything we hear or read from the media as an absolute truth of some description. We need to engage in open dialogue, challenging the narratives and seek multiple sources of information. So I say to you, don't be swayed by the mainstream media and their narratives. Speak out for what you believe and don't blindly accept censorship or silencing from the state or any ideological group, for example. Seek the truth. Question everything. And let's demand that RTE and the media give the people what they truly deserve. And together, I suppose, as people, we can make a difference. Now, I thank you all, by the way, for watching us on this podcast today and every single day. And remember to stay informed and think critically because that's what's important. You don't have to agree with me. What I give every day is my opinion. You might have a different opinion. You don't have to agree with RTE, but RTE has a duty and a responsibility. And I say again, they've done a wonderful job of criticizing themselves because they're personally affected by it. And you can see that. But how many times have they let us down in the past where they didn't challenge things, where they're not challenging the government enough, where people literally cannot feed themselves in this country with the cost of living, with homelessness, with everything else? And RTE let politicians come and go to the doors of Montrose and don't challenge them enough. Think about it. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Podcast. Listen live on Facebook, YouTube, and all the usual live stream services. To get in touch, just WhatsApp or text 085-100-2255. The Niall Boylan Podcast. They told me to shut up. Available for download from all your usual platforms.